Hello and welcome to Your Best Self Podcast. My name is Heather. I am a mum, I am a shift worker, I am also an online coach. And this podcast is here to help you navigate the craziness of life without forgetting about you. I want to show you how you fit in and how you can feel your best at work and at home, not just for yourself, but for everybody around you. So if you resonate with any of this, then this podcast is for you. It's going to be jam-packed with practical tips and advice that you can action today for results. If you enjoy this, please like, subscribe, rate and send it on to a friend or even better into a WhatsApp group chat. This is going to help me help as many women as possible feel their absolute best selves. So I hope you enjoy. Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of Your Best Self Podcast. How are we all? I hope that you are all well. I am just back at Pramok, left the house and it was glorious, such a nice day and I got caught in the heaviest, heaviest shower. Like the water was actually pouring from my nose and I only had like a really lightweight jumper on so I've had to come home and get completely stripped off and changed. Um, But anyway, I'm here and this podcast is going to be all about the all or nothing thinking and it it came off the back of um, something I put in, a little poll I'd put in in the new group, so the Project Your Best Self, which has just started, so this is week one, and I'd popped in a little poll asking people about how they felt about the weekend. And a lot of people had answered that they felt like the weekend was somewhere something that they struggled with. And that kind of got me thinking about doing something that, like I thought that would help. And I was like starting to think about why. Why do people struggle with the weekends? Um, and I think a lot of the times it's down to mindset and like an all or nothing thinking um, around about like dieting and fat loss. And I think that this um, is due to like a couple of different reasons. Um, So one thing is like perfectionism. So feeling like you have to be perfect on your diet to get results. Setting yourself like these high and really unrealistic um, goals. And anything short of these, you see it's a failure and you have to give up. Okay. Um, I I fell into this for years. Like I wouldn't start a diet until it was like the perfect time. If one thing went off a plan, I would completely sack it off because I thought that I'd failed. And if you've got this mindset and this way of thinking, it is very difficult or it can be very difficult. It can be very challenging to move away from that because part of you thinks it's not enough. To be consistent is not enough. And I feel like this as well. I feel as if I wasn't doing absolutely everything perfectly, then I wasn't going to make progress. And that took me working through that and and continuing to do the work, which was difficult at times. But I got there in the end. And now I know that you do not have to be um, perfectionists. You do not have to be perfect on your diet. You just have to be consistent. Um, Like another reason is like, the, the pressure, like diet culture pressure, like um, social pressure. And that is some of the messaging behind um, like diets or foods being like quote unquote good or bad. 
and this just reinforces like this black and white thinking so food is either good or it's bad there is no middle ground in this and then you feel guilt or shame for eating certain bad foods or you completely restrict these out um, and then you end up overeating them and then it goes back to like that perfectionist mindset where you feel like you've failed um like other things that can come into play <clears throat> oh my gosh what's happening with my voice other things that can come into play with all or nothing thinking as um like emotional eating so if you do have like that all or nothing mindset and then you feel like you've failed like that can be a quite a negative emotion to have and a lot of the times if you are prone to emotional eating, like you feel like this, like you feel like, oh, I've, I've eaten um, chocolate, that's bad, I've failed, I might as well um, overeating the chocolate. Or you use that you use that as a, like a reason to then soothe that emotion and you turn to food because you have no, no other ways of, of um, like soothing these emotions. Um, and some other things that can come up with all or, all or nothing is if you've been prone to fad diets, over-restriction, um, six-week shreds, like, just thinking short-term, only thinking as well about, like, how much weight you can lose on the scales, like, maybe coming from, like, Slimming World or Weight Watchers, etc. Like, so you're only going to be focused on weight loss and it's only going to be the focus for, like, eight, 12 weeks, okay? So you're all in. You're all in for those six, eight weeks, okay? But what happens after that? Does that mean you're all out? Like, we have to be thinking about this in a long-term, like, um, frame of mind. We can't just be thinking about... Here's a caveat to that. Like, so I think that you can think about things in, like, six-week blocks, for instance, if that's easier for you to get your head around. But you have to also think about what you do afterwards, okay? So if you are all in for six weeks, but you don't have a plan for coming out of that, or if everything completely changes after the six weeks, like, that's where you fall short. Like, whereas if you're thinking, like, for the next six weeks, I am really going to be, like, particularly focused. This is what I want to achieve. But I'm also going to be thinking about building in, like, building in non-negotiable habits. Like, or creating a a bit of like creating a lifestyle that means that once like the six weeks the the kind of more intense six weeks are over I have these habits and these behaviors in place and I can reduce these a little bit um but I still know that I'm going to be making progress and that's how you kind of get around to that but it's not like a short-term mindset like I am all in for the next six weeks and then I'm going to go back to what I was doing before which has maybe caused me to gain weight or not be completely happy with my health and my lifestyle and the way that my life is going. So that's where the all or nothing thinking can really trip a lot of people up. I have been here. Um, so what I wanted to do was a podcast on um, on this and about helping you move past this because I do think for a lot of women the all or nothing mindset is holding you back from really like from getting the results that you want okay so for getting fat loss results okay and it is going to leave you feeling stuck frustrated and and unhappy and I know this because I have been in your shoes I have been all in or all out um I have felt week after week that I was failing um because every weekend I would end up overeating and I was caught in a vicious cycle so I know what you how you're feeling okay 
And that's because this all or nothing, this perfectionist mindset, this all or nothing mindset is making you believe that you are either really good or really bad. Like there's no middle ground. There's only extremes. And when there's only extremes, you are going to yo-yo because you can't sustain extremes. Okay, you can't um, sustain extreme over restriction um, because all that's going to happen is you will end up overindulging, okay? And that's a hu- that's a natural human behaviour. That's a, not a you problem. That is just how we are designed as humans. But if you're always going to, if you're either always going to be on track or off track, on it or off it, like then you're never going to find that middle ground. That the, you're never going to find balance and what balance looks like for you in that middle ground, okay? Um, and what's going to happen is like your diet will yo-yo like all or nothing, you'll go from one extreme to other, but so will your weight, so will your health, like your mental and your physical health as well, okay? And the thing I think about, like what a lot of like perfectionists struggle with is the middle ground is messy, okay? The middle ground is um, unpredictable and that gets a little bit, like that gets people nervous and I get that. Um, you have to be quite flexible in that middle ground. You have to be um, adaptable to change. You have to have plan Bs, plan Cs, plan Ds, like because that's life, okay? And I know everybody listening to this has got a messy life, whether it's kids, whether it's shifts, whether it's works, whether it's um, surprise meals, surprise takeaways, whether it's nights out that are coming up, whether it's illness, injury, like sleep deprivation, like work deadlines, like a run of shit shifts. There's always going to be something that's going to come up. And if you are all or nothing and these things are continuing you continuing to trip you up or you just don't start anything because these things are going to come up, you are never going to get the results that you want. Okay, you have to like foresee these coming if you can. Okay, have a plan B in place. Be okay with plan B not going to plan. Plan C must be, maybe has to come in. Um <clears throat> Be okay with it being a little bit messy. If things don't go to plan, learn from it, okay? Stop beating yourself up about it. But we are just chipping away. We are we are practising consistency, moderation, not perfectionism, all right? Okay? And I was, like, I was a queen of all or nothing, especially at the weekends. Like, the weekends would always trip me up and it was because I was trying to be too good through the week. Quote-unquote, air quotes here. There's a lot of air quotes in this podcast, okay? Um, or if I'd... If I was eating, um, something I used to do as well is I would oh, I would eat the quote-unquote bad foods in secret because I was known as a fit one, okay, I was a fat, I was a healthy one. I don't eat things like that. That was the identity that I was starting to put on myself. So these things were saved for the weekend, but also saved to eat in private at the weekend because I didn't want people to be judging me, okay? And again, that brought up a lot of negative emotions. I was using this food to help soothe them, but it wasn't, it wasn't soothing them. So it was like, there's a lot of like stuff potentially that might come up during this that you'd be like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that I did this and I didn't know that I turned to food or like, I I didn't, like, um, I knew that I was a wee bit all or nothing, but I didn't realise like exactly why. So it's about working through that. It's about like, um, be like building self awareness, like, and that's why I really love journaling for that, or just writing these things down. Like even the notes in your phone, like jotting that, jotting a wee thought down, like, oh gosh, ah, uh, um, 
oh my gosh, why does why is my main, my my brain going um blank here? I can't even speak now. Um, like also maybe for instance, like you step in the scales and you're like the the your your um, weight's not um moved, all right, and then that triggers you. It makes you feel like you've failed. Jot that note, jot that thought down, okay, and then you can go back to it, all right. So you don't have to like sit and journal, right, like right as you step on the scales. But it could be like, right, well, later on you'll be like, well, why do I think I failed? Just because the the, the scale weight's not went down, like, is it because I've maybe like I did Slimming World in the past, and the only metric of progress in Slimming World is how much you weigh on the scales, um, and I feel like I'm not making progress now. And then you can be like, right, okay, well, what where is the evidence of this? because my clothes are feeling better, I've got more energy, I'm sleeping better, I'm more patient with the kids, I'm showing up better at work, and then you can work through it, okay? It doesn't have to be, like, all in or all out, like, the scales haven't moved, therefore I've failed, therefore I'm giving up, okay? And I think a, a lot of times with all or nothing is people give up far too quickly because they feel like they're not making progress, but they are, they just can't see it because they're stuck in this mindset. Um... So I'm going to run through like some things that really helped me and have helped clients um, because the, the most important thing is like it's learning that we do not have to be perfect to get results. Like we don't even have to be close to perfect because perfect doesn't exist, right? We have to be consistent, okay? And what consistent looks like to me is going to be very consistent to what can, very different to what consistent looks like for you. So it's knowing that, knowing your consistency, um, and that's only going to happen over time, okay? None of this stuff is going to happen overnight. It is going to take time, patience, consistency. You are going to have to chip away with it. For me, even now, like years and years down the line, there are still weeks where I have to work harder at this than others. That's okay. It's part of the process. It's part of the journey. Um, and it's it's been away with us, setting the expectations, okay? So First thing that you can that to do to move away from the all or nothing mentality and um, the perfectionist mindset is to practice moderation. Okay, so if you're a client of mine, like you know that I, I do not, um, I was going to say allow. Like you guys are you guys make autonomous decisions, but I I do not tell you to cut out certain foods or food groups. Okay, because personally, I just don't think that that is a really helpful mindset to be. Um, yes, I might advise you to think about the frequency of certain foods, the portion size of certain foods, but I would always encourage you to try to include like a like um, a balanced approach to your diet, okay? And why this helps is because it can help you avoid feeling like that deprivation, that um, sacrifice, and it's going to reduce the likelihood of you overeating or overindulging on the things that you're cutting out, because you know what it's like. If I'm, I've spoken about unconditional permission to eat, if I tell you, you can't have chocolate, you're cutting it out of your diet, it is a bad food, no chocolate, you can't have it. Like, guys, let's be honest, what are you thinking about right now? Like, you're thinking about chocolate. You're like, fuck her. If I want chocolate, I'm going to have it. Like, or you're like, okay, I'm going to cut out chocolate. It's a really bad thing to do. Like, I can't have it. And then you have a little bit of chocolate. You're like, oh my God. Heather told me that I couldn't have that. I've completely ruined it. Fucked up. I'm such a failure. Well, I might as well just eat the rest of this chocolate bar. This sheer sheer bar of um, dairy milk. Like, you're going to end up overindulging in that. Okay. So instead of trying to be quote unquote perfect, because there's not a perfect diet here, focus on 
like moderation, focusing on consistency, allowing yourself to enjoy your favourite foods, but in reasonable portions like that are aligned with your goals. So if you do have a fat loss goal, you are going to have to be mindful about how often you're eating chocolate. You are going to have to be mindful of the portion size of chocolate, but you do not have to cut it out, okay? And that means that you're going to be able to start to include it and not feel guilty, okay? And that's going to take time. It's going to take time to find that balance. There might be some weeks you're like, well, do you know what? I did actually have a little bit more chocolate this week than I planned, like, um, and that is maybe reflected in my progress a little bit. So next week I'm just going to... um, try and reduce that a little bit okay so it's not about being perfect you're not putting this this insane amount of pressure on yourself um and it's also remembering that one quote-unquote unhealthy meal um does not mean that you have completely um failed and that there's no point in continuing something to think about as well which is going to help you move away from the all-or-nothing mentality is that you need to think about your week in averages okay so if you have one meal where you um, eat a little bit more than you planned, chances are, because like, most of you guys are going to be in roughly about a 3,500 calorie deficit for the week. Um, so say you go over your calories from that one meal or that one day by 500 calories, you're still in a 3,000 calorie deficit. You have still lost body fat that week, okay? It just might not be as much all right so there's no reason to think that just because you went over calories one day by about 500 calories that you have completely ruined it and there's no point in continuing you've still made progress all right so we have to get out the head out our heads that that one meal or that one day has ruined the week it hasn't all right and I spoke about this in one of the Q&A podcasts a couple of weeks ago but it was somebody who had a like didn't have a great day didn't have a great Monday or Tuesday but she turned her week around on Wednesday and so that's the thing like so there's no point in throwing the week away over a couple of bad days she still made progress in that week because she chose not to give in to that all or nothing mentality and so as about practicing moderation okay next thing you can do is remove the labels on food all right so if you are prone to labeling foods good or bad then this is going to make that all or nothing mentality like 10 times worse because you are going to think that the minute you've eaten a quote-unquote bad food that you've you've fucked up, okay? And then that is going to just drive that feeling, those feelings of guilt, of shame, of failure and you're probably going to end up overeating on whatever you have just um, like had a little bit of, okay? So to remove that label, all right? Give yourself unconditional permission to eat. Like, go back and listen to the podcast about eating cake and still having a fat loss go. I explain unconditional permission to eat. Um, me and Rebecca, also, there's a live on my Instagram, um, heather.moffit.fitness. Me and myself and Rebecca speak about unconditional permission to eat from two different points of view. Okay, so I speak about it from a fat loss point of view. She speaks about it from a relationship from food point of view. But there's some really good advice in that, that live as well. Um, but by removing, removing the labels of foods, like we are going to reduce the feelings of guilt and shame. Um, so we are not going to feel guilt. We're not going to feel ashamed after we eat it. And then potentially overeat as a subsequent, okay? Because that is just going to lead to a negative relationship with food of your body. And you are going to be all or nothing and start yo-yoing, all right? 
Um, another thing that that does as well by removing the label, it just supports a healthy mindset, okay? So you're not going back and forwards, you're not thinking about food is good and bad, there's no black and white thinking, it's like you remove the dichotomous like thinking around about this. Um, and then we start to view food as fuel for the body, all right? So it's more about like, how is this food going to make me feel rather than can and can't have it, all right? So you might think, like, you might say, let's just go with chocolate. There's a chocolate bar there, which is roughly about 250 calories. Like, right, well, I could have the chocolate bar. How's that going to make me feel versus I could actually have, like, a protein chocolate, a high-protein chocolate mousse with um, tinned mandarin, because that is something that I had last night, and it was honestly delicious. And about the same, like, half a tin of mandarin and a... And a chocolate high protein chocolate mousse is round about 250 calories the exact same what is going to make me feel better like what is my body needing like so you're able to tune in to your body a little bit more and it's just supporting that mindset so you're you're actually listening to your body its needs um you're also thinking about like your goals your values and it's not all or nothing all right we do not have to um feel like we need to over restrict or we do not feel like we are bad for um and then we start beating ourselves up for eating certain foods all right it's we start to make autonomous decisions for ourselves based on our values based on our goals and build a confidence that we can do this uh, which is going to stand you in like such amazing um, stead moving forward from like not only a fat loss point of view but from a maintenance point of view Okay, um, next thing you can do is like just focusing on progress, not perfection. Okay, so we are aiming for progress in your eating habits. Okay, so as about celebrating the small wins and not beating yourself up over <coughs> slip ups because this is how we learn. Okay, when we when we slip up or quote unquote fail, <coughs> I hate actually saying failure because see if we failure like you never fail if you learn. Okay, so if something crops up and you do end up overeating one night, like it's you just reflect on that and you and you kind of figure out why that happened um and then you move on from that so that next time you can you can um be like right well this tripped me up the last time what am I going to do what am I going to do this time and that's how you learn like you can't be perfect because you, you always there is always going to be something that crops up and you have to learn from that otherwise you will never adapt and grow and you will never move forward and you will always be stuck in a yo-yo cycle with it okay so embrace um, like these slip-ups, all right, because these are learning opportunities, all right, so um, another thing to think about when you're thinking about like progress as well is um, not setting yourself like really rigid and extreme goals, okay, so you do want to have like realistic goals, okay, and um, you don't want to be like, I want to lose 10 stone and five weeks or something like you do have to be realistic with it and I don't want you to be thinking about um like really extreme goals within six weeks all right like this is all about changing your your um, habits your behaviors your lifestyle um the beliefs that you have like the mindset that you have like this is going to take time guys okay so it's like celebrate that's why we do the Wednesday wins okay but can you do a Wednesday win every single day 
Um, and then that the more that you can find these small wins in your day to day, the more positive you are, the more that you can actually see progress. And this is not just this is not progress in the scales, because really we don't care about progress in the scales. Like that is the least the, the least important thing that I care about in your journey. Okay. I want to know about the progress in your mindset. I want to know the progress in like how you're feeling in the gym, your energy levels, how you're showing up for your kids, um, how you're sleeping, like how your clothes are feeling. Um like your like the strength numbers in the gym, what your what your like your confidence levels, that's what I care about. Okay. And actually thinking about these and using these as markers of progress is going to help you move away um, from the scales and it's going to help you be more realistic in your journey, set these small realistic goals, um, so that we're looking at like gradual change that you can sustain over time, okay? Because if you set yourself like a really unrealistic goal that you are never going to be able to achieve, all that's going to happen is you're going to fail and it's going to drive these feelings of failure again. Um, So we want to be able to think about progress, not perfection, think about having some flexibility. I know a lot of people, a lot of you guys had spoken about struggling with the weekends, okay? So you want to have some flexibility at the weekends. You want to be able to learn how to build that in so you have that balance, so you're able to enjoy the weekend, however that looks for you. Um, and then still move, still make progress towards your goals and not feel like you have to stay in at the weekend, which you don't. But it's known that how to build the weekends in to your, at least social occasions in to your week and to your plan and still make um, results okay and that is about focusing on like like the progress and the progress that you're making outside of just the scales um another kind of more practical thing that you can do is just finding healthy substitutes okay so you know like i'm not going to tell you to cut any foods out okay but can you find maybe healthier alternatives so like what i spoke about before about instead of having like a chocolate bar can you have like a high protein chocolate mousse um, and some fruit like can you instead of having like a bag a sheer bag of crisps can you have a portioned out um bowl of popcorn okay instead of having like the high calorie high fat version of ice cream can you have like the lower calorie high protein one okay um so it's just about like from a practical sense of view like just trying to find some healthy alternatives that are going to be more aligned with your fat loss goals but then you still feel like you are having like something that there's something that you can enjoy alongside your partner okay so maybe at the weekend like having um that you have a movement with a family and you don't want to be sitting there with nothing but maybe having some popcorn instead of having crisps and chocolate that you would normally do and that can help build in that moderation um so that you are um it's not all or nothing it's it's not you i can't have i'm having nothing or i'm having the sheer bag of doritos and the sheer bag of maltesers like there's middle ground here, that, that's the balance, that's where we need to find and that's going to look different for everybody, okay. Um, one of the most important things about is, is self-compassion, okay, so being kind to yourself and just like I said before, remembering like any sort of like setbacks or slip-ups or quote-unquote failures, these are, a, these are a natural part of the process, okay, you have to expect these, the, you want these to come up because that's how you learn, okay. One thing that I love to do is reframe, okay? So you take a bad, quote-unquote bad, negative situation, a situation in the past that you maybe feel like you've failed and you would completely give up, and you reframe that and you find the positive out of that. Because this is not toxic positivity like, 
my life is great, my life is perfect, blah, 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 because that's bullshit. Like, you want, there is a positive in every situation. Sometimes it is harder to find, okay? Um, but I do believe, like, for a lot, for the majority of situations and setbacks, there's always a reframe. So, for instance, like, I didn't get to exercise today, but I did get to, I did go to bed an hour earlier, um, and my body needs rest. Okay, so you're not beating yourself up about not exercising, but maybe you are tired and what your body needs is a little bit of rest, all right? It could be like, oh, I I overate at dinner tonight, um, but I understand why this happened and I've got something in place that's going to help the next time, all right? Um, It could be like, oh, I ate a chocolate bar today, but I know that I can include this in my diet and I actually really enjoyed it and it really helped, like, soothe the emotion that I was feeling, okay? Um, I I didn't eat my, like five portions of fruit and veg today but I did have two more pieces of fruit and these were with my snacks which I wouldn't normally have like there's always a reframe reframe um, and like the self-compassion it's like it's not about like do not berate yourself about this okay treat yourself how like how you would um treat a friend in a similar situation okay so if your best friend came to you she's like like so if my best friend came to me and she was like I had chocolate today like how bad is that I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's not bad. What are you like? Why are you why are you saying that? Like, why are you saying you're a bad person? Like, why are you, why is this a why is this a bad thing? Like, like, did you enjoy it? Yeah. Like, well, what's the big deal? Like, what, why are you beating yourself about it about it? Like, but oh, I've ruined my diet. Like, well, why have you ruined your diet? Like, have you ruined your diet? No, you haven't. Like, working through this and just like treating yourself with the same kindness and understanding that you would offer a friend. Like, one of the big things about um, self compassion is like um common like humanity so like, we are all in this situation like this these situations together like do you know like you're going to speak to somebody and be like i did this today and they're like oh i know exactly how you're feeling like we are so, but, but like a lot of this stuff we're all in the same boat so like everybody knows um or can resonate with how you're feeling if you do have a day like this put it in the group or message me like don't just feel like you've had a bad day, you've failed and you might as well give up. Like that is the full point of coaching, it's the full point of the group, it's the full point of the check-ins, it's the full point of me. Pop it in the group or send me a message, all right, and I'll help you work through it without you feeling that you feel given up and just um, sacking everything off, okay? I've had clients do this in the past. Week one's not went well. I've not heard from them for six from for six weeks. They've came to me at the end of the six weeks and they're like, I'm really sorry, but this happened in the first week and I just didn't know what to do with it. I feel like I've failed. I've not got the results that I've wanted. I felt like I've let you down. And I would be like, do you know what? I am like, I really wish you came to me after week one because there's so many things we could have did. So do not suffer in silence, okay? Get in touch if you're feeling like this and I will help you work through it, okay? Because if you are continuing to berate yourself and put yourself down and shame yourself, you will never grow because we never grow from a place of shame. And I really, I think like suffered with this before because I thought like I am never going to change if I'm too, like if I'm, like really easy in myself because that's what I thought self-compassion was I thought self-compassion was it's okay you've had a really hard day today so just go and sit on the couch and eat chocolate and I was like so that part of me was like self-compassion's not going to work how am I going to make change if I'm just giving letting myself off all the time that's not what self-compassion is self-compassion is understanding that you've had a hard day 
but sitting on the couch and eating chocolate is not going to make you feel better. The most self-compassionate thing you can do in that situation might be to go for a walk. It might be to speak to your partner about it and get it off your chest. It might be to go for a workout. It might go be to go for an earlier night. That's what self-compassion is, okay? Um, but you're never going to make any progress if you are continuing to beat yourself up about the mistakes that you're making, okay? Because we all make mistakes. So one of like the most important thing I want you to take home from the, this podcast is it isn't about being perfect, it is about being consistent. And to be consistent, you do have to show up every single day and take imperfect action, all right? So show up every single day and do what you can, okay? Because this consistency and these imperfect actions are like building blocks, okay? So one single action, so for instance, if you're like, well, uh, see today, like today didn't go to plan and all I did was stick to my calories and hit my protein target, but I didn't do my workouts, I didn't get my steps in, blah, 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 blah. So you think like that one action, so just hitting your, your calories and hitting your protein, like that's too small to make a difference. And then you might think, well, do you know what, what's the point? I didn't get any workouts in this week, so this week's just failed and like, what's the point? But these little small actions are going to build every single day, okay? And think about them like if you are, like think of them like building blocks, okay? So when you're building like a wall or a house, like you're maybe not going to see progress with one block, but if you continue to stack these day in, day out and build that consistency, over time you're going to have a wall, you're going to have a house, okay? So... It is about just building on that consistency, building on on these non-negotiable habits, like building on like like being consistent, not perfect with them, and showing up every day and doing what you can. Okay, so maybe one week you only got one workout in, but that's still one workout more than none. Okay, and then maybe next week you'd be like, right, well, I'm going to try and get two, build on it that way, um, or. If you are at the end of the day and you've maybe been changing your laptop all day and you've, you're at 3,000 steps and your target is 8,000, you're like, I'm never getting 8,000 today, so I'm just going to go and sit on the couch. But what can you do? Like, well, that like that's not consistent for me. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go out a little walk and I'm going to try to get that up to 6,000. So I'm not hitting my target, but I'm 3,000 more like than to go and sit on the couch. Do you know what I mean? So it's about being consistent, all right? Um... Another thing you can think about is like you remember at the end like on at dinner and you're like I've not had any fruit or veg today like so oh, do you know what I'm just not even going to have any of my dinner what's the point well no do you know what you could have a couple of portions with veg or veg with your dinner like you're still building that consistency um and one thing I, I think that I like to think about as well um like I don't expect my kids to be perfect um I want I like I, I want them to learn and stuff so like. If I'm, and I don't expect like, my best friend to be perfect. Like, so why am I expecting myself? Like, why am I expecting it from myself? All right. So if you are all or nothing and this podcast has resonated, like challenge yourself when you have, when these feelings come up, when this all or nothing mentality, this perfectionism mentality comes up, challenge yourself with these feelings, like when you feel that you've maybe failed. And find a reframe like don't throw your day or your week away like after a little slip up find a reframe and focus on consistency not perfection all right 
um, and start finding these wins in every single day because they are there. And the more that you can find the positives in every single day, like you will start to become a much more positive person. Um, and that's the thing about mindset and like um, challenging these these thought patterns and um, like your your thinking patterns, like your habits, your behaviors, all this stuff. You can change all of these things. You are not stuck. It's not like, oh, I've always been like this, so I'm never going to change now. Like, or like, this really gets in my nerves when folk are like, oh, it's it's because I'm a Libra. Like, that has nothing to do. <laughs> Stop using your star sign as an excuse for you being an arsehole. Like, no, that's like we can change these things. We can change like our outlook on life. We can change our mindset. It takes time, it takes work, it takes consistent effort, but we can do it, okay? So stop standing in your own way and just start implementing the things that I've spoken about here um, and moving away from that all or nothing thinking because it is holding you back. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and if anyone's got any questions um, or like wants to share it on like their Instagram or, you know, tag me in it, pop it in a WhatsApp group, I would be eternally, eternally grateful because it's just going to help me help as many people as I possibly can. Have lovely days, guys, and I will speak to you all on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I really appreciate your time and attention. If you enjoyed this episode, then I would be so, 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 so grateful if you shared it with just one person and that's going to help me help as many women as possible. And if you're interested in how I can help you, um, then please get in touch. You can find me on Instagram at heather.moffat.fitness or I'll leave a link to my WhatsApp below.